Welcome everyone to Heart Me, the podcast designed to motivate and educate and get to the healthy heart of you. I am your host, Jennifer Senna. And on today's episode, I will interview Liz Cohen, a health coach, who's going to share her story of how she found health through mindfulness. Hi, everyone. This is Jennifer Senna with Heart Me, the podcast designed to get to the healthy heart of you. I'm here today with Liz Cohen, my friend. Hi, Liz. <laughs> Liz is a certified health coach, a personal trainer who has a holistic approach to health and well being. Liz is also the owner of For You Health Coaching. And the process that she uses, it's not a program, it's an individualized each for each of her clients. <clears throat> it doesn't start with weight loss, it starts with self-awareness and mindfulness. And today's topic, because of the Healthy Heart Month and all that we're doing to you know, remind ourselves of what we need to do with our heart, we are going to talk about mindfulness and meditation. It's made into a mainstream over the last few years, as you guys all know. Um, it's been around for hundreds of years. That's the other thing. And Liz is here today to share her story, give us some insight on how she found her path to mindfulness and what and how it made a difference in her personal health and life. Liz, let's get right to it. All right. <laughs> Why did you start meditating? All right. Well, hi, Jennifer. Hi, everybody. Um, I really love talking about mindfulness and anything health-related, um, and I love it because um, this particular story is about sharing the power of meditation, the power of mindfulness, and you know, it's exactly what we want to make sure and try and get across for those that are listening. So seven years ago, I was recovering from a back surgery, and a friend of mine, Lori, told me about this book on mindfulness. It was called Mindfulness in Plain English. And um, as a matter of fact, she actually ordered it and set, had it shipped to me. And that's where I really started learning about this thing called meditation, which, um, you know, years ago, there weren't the, these many apps that there are now. Um, and just how actually simple it could be to get started. Um, so I just wanted to actually take a moment to actually thank um, this gentleman named Pal because he actually was a, a, a person that was in both Lori and, our, and my life. And he introduced mindfulness to Lori. So if it wasn't for him, um, you know, neither one of us may, or you know, may have found our way when we did. Um, and that's what mindfulness is about. It's about bringing awareness and also giving yourself more gratitude. And you don't always be grateful to uh, both of them. Okay, so how did you get started then? Yeah, so um, the back surgery, I was really fit. I was very, very active. Um, I had overcome uh, uh, weight loss. Um, so that was good. I found my way. I was in health. I was fitness. I was focused. And I did plank and core and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, I had this incident happen to me. Um, and it probably was from overdoing it. But from whatever it was, I was in such distress because I was this fit person. How could I have a back injury? Right. Um, and I would ask my surgeons and physical therapists over and over again, like, how could it happen to me? Um, and they basically were like, mm, could have been bad luck. You know, you were overdoing it. And then what happened was a piece of disc fell 
broke off between L4 and 5 and fell on a nerve. Oh, wow. And that was the part that was the problem because I was in this excruciating pain for months and months. And I tried everything, physical therapy, shots, medication. And then after a while, the surgeons were just like, have this, have this surgery and, you know, get it over with. So I did, but I was so just beside myself, you know, that I, you know, I guess my friend realized I needed something <laughs> to help me through. And it ended up being this like ability to, um, to slow down and to, um, you know, breathe differently. And really between my recovery, which was just rest and very short bouts of movement and eating extra well, this meditation just really helped me through. Um, and to get to the point of how I started, I just sat in my backyard, just okay. sat in my backyard, tried to be still because as you and I both know, we're both doers, we're constantly on the go. You know, I never thought I could just sit and be still and just like not think of anything. And so my back surgery was a wake up call and forever is listening. You might get a wake up call one day or you might take this opportunity to start now before something. There's always something, right? That's gonna wake right. us up to change our Or heart attack, you know, my back surgery. So, you know, maybe don't wait for that, you know, start, start different things now. Um, but I basically just put a timer on my phone and I sat there and I said, okay, let me try to do it for one minute. Then the next day I'll try to do it for two minutes and then so on. And I, I learned to slow down and, you know, really gave myself that opportunity to just breathe and focus on nothing else, but, you know, quieting my body. So like, how long did it take you to notice the difference? Like, when did you actually notice the difference in meditation? Yeah, um, I was doing it for like at least six months okay. because I remember that because the first time I remember, when I say do, I mean the meditating um, and mindfulness was that I was on my first business flight after the surgery. And that was definitely several months um, in after recovery. And while my job is very focused on travel, uh, when I was working for Marriott, that was like a big part of my job. Um, I didn't really like it. And it was very stressful on my body. And um, I had heart palpitations and sweaty palms. I was those, those kind of, uh, that kind of fly, flight. So you were a nervous flyer? Yeah. Wow. And you had a job that you were flying all the time. <laughs> wow. I know. I know. I, I, <laughs> You know, I didn't start out flying everywhere, but then, you know, it, it turned into that uh, kind of job. So, uh, yeah, and that's another example of I, I just like fought my fears with that. I was like, I want to do this job, so I'm just going to do it and I'm going to get through it. But I wasn't getting through it very well, you know, and then that's where this meditation came in, where, where now I, I found myself, I was like, okay, I was on the plane. I was listening, by the way, to Bon Jovi's Breathe song, um, which is a great song to listen to because it is all about just breathing in. You know, I plant my feet on what I envision is the ground at the bottom of the plane. And I just did this, you know, calmness. And all of a sudden I did not freak out. I did not, my heart wasn't palpitating. Every time there was any kind of anything, I was just calm and even with the landing. 
And what I found the most um, amazing was that when I got to where I had to be, I was I was had more energy because I was less drained from the the stress of, right. of being nervous. And you know, this could be applied to anything; it doesn't have to be just flying. Right. Well, I know a lot of us do travel. I love traveling for work. I, I love the landing. When you talked about the landing, that's the part I love when I'm flying. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think a lot of us, and again, it's not only with traveling, but just things in our lives that cause stress or that we're anxious about um, can really, like you said, drain our energy. So can you, like, have you seen it go into the business world? Cause like I said, everyone works, right? So whether it's a corporate job, you know, even a, a medical job, if you're a nurse, I bet that's really stressful. Do you know what I mean? There's so much that mm-hmm. is in the business world. So have you seen that transition over to the business world? Oh my God, absolutely. I mean, now more than ever, and obviously after last year, 2020, there's been so much more of a focus on um, compassion and self-care, especially for our brave and amazing first responders and anyone working in the healthcare industry and and, um, all the support that's out there. Um, I am thankful to hear, um, I have several friends that are nurses and doctors and they talk about some efforts being made. I think there's a lot more room for that there. Mm-hmm. But um, in the 32 years I worked for Marriott and I worked for Marriott for a really long time, um, I started to see about, you know, like eight, eight, eight no, maybe five or, five or six years ago, um, they started to uh, focus more on corporate well-being. Okay. And um, I was on this project uh, with 10 other like-minded mindfulness folks and it was for Marriott and they wanted us to talk about how can we bring mindfulness more organically into the workplace. And I just, just thought that alone was like, okay, Marriott corporations, giant corporation mm-hmm. is taking some time to think about how can we have some more mindfulness. Um, and that is, uh, that's a big thing. And, and you know, you're seeing that, um, you know, all over the place, especially with the, um, the onset of Headspace and Calm, those apps and Sounds True, there's just there's just so many. So that was the first time where I saw that, and then it's it's continuing um, to to be a, an important part. Yeah. The other thing, as you were saying that, I thought about um, you know in the beginning of the pandemic, one of the things that I did for my organization was do meditation, and we did it every Monday morning. It was really popular. And I didn't realize like how much one, I was looking forward to it, right? But then it benefited people. And throughout the day, like the days that I'm meditating, I am so much more productive. I do, you know, I, and you don't think it's like, okay, I'm just breathing. What is it really going to do for me? But it really, I know I give you like how it is, right? The truth of what people are actually thinking. But, you know, I, for me, it's, it's definitely made of difference. Um, Do you have any other stories that you could share with us on mindfulness and how it could help us in such stressful situations? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I found myself in a situation with uh, my mom. Um, She, a really, really long story short, uh, uh, two years ago now, she's, by the way, 90. So you can understand where I'm coming from, <laughs> uh, she broke her ankle. And so she had to have emergency surgery and was in a rehab and she had a really big, thick um, 
a, a cast on her leg. It was really bothering her. So that was a whole month. And we were ready to get the cast changed to a soft one so she could start weight bearing and start progressing on her physical therapy. So the reason I bring that up is because this is where I realized all those years of meditation really made a difference. As you point out, you are very pro productive when you do it. And so what happened was I, uh, we were all set for taking her on a, an ambulate to the orthopedic. Okay. And I get there and I walk in and there, uh, the staff was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, there was a mistake. We scheduled the amulet for the wrong day. And so we rescheduled your mom's appointment for a week from today. And I got irate. Like I was having an outer body experience. I was like screaming and I'm like, this is unacceptable. And then I realized what was happening to me because I felt, I feel like I was so, um, you know, I was just so, so emotional in the moment because it was my mom and everything. But I stepped outside. I took some breaths. I got some fresh air. I did a couple of pacing back and forth. I calmed down and I went back in with like my, my more natural, um, you know. I was, I was able to say that's out of character for you. Yeah, I was able to read myself. Because no matter how much meditation you do, if you're in a situation, you can get into a, a what we call a high negative place. Like, you know, things happen where you're going to get angry. You're going to, but what's most important is how quickly you can get out of that how you can quickly find yourself and get back to your to your norm. And that's what meditation allows. So anyway, so I went back in more calm and they still weren't gonna do anything. But what I did, I picked up my phone, I Googled Ambulettes. I found one um, after the third try, they got there in 45 minutes. I called the doctor's office, they rescheduled it and she got the cast off. But if you're not able to mm -hmm. find your way to calm, yep. to be productive, then that day could have gone a lot differently and then she would have had a, a no, another whole week. And maybe you might think, what's another week? But I could tell she was just done. She was like ready, kind of getting down. Mm -hmm. And if I hadn't found a way to kind of get her to move on the path she was expecting, we may not have had such a success. And right now she's doing fantastic. She's back on her two feet and, you know, she's made it really well through COVID. So, you know, we're just very grateful. It's awesome. But, you know, um, raising, I mean, raising children could be stressful situations, but even taking care of elderly parents. And I remember when my dad was, you know, still alive, just taking him, like you said, from one location to another, it's a whole different environment for them. It could be very stressful for them. So I understand why you wanted that day, you know, it needed to go the way it was supposed to go because you don't want to like, you know, have to prepare them again and, and do exactly. that. And yeah. They're, so they're I, not I, good at change and exactly. you know, things not go. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just that, you know, moving them from one room to another or, you know, going for a test can really just, you know, uh, set them off. So I totally understand why you would get that way. And like I said, that's so out of character for you, for sure. <laughs> I know. That's definitely not you. Yeah. You know, um, you're parenting a parent. You're a parent. <laughs> the other thing I wanted to mention or, or just comment on when you said that is because of my meditation, I realized that throughout the day, I just take a deep breath now where I never used to do that. And it could just be anything. I don't even have to be in a stressful situation. I just feel myself like, mm -hmm. I need to take yeah. that deep breath and it's just so cleansing and it could be that one second, but it definitely has um, made a difference for me. So tell us how you connect mindfulness, meditation and health. Like what are the benefits? How do you see the connection? 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, I always think about the heart, the heart is a muscle. And when you have stress, you're stressing that muscle out, you're stressing your heart out and your heart's palpitating more, your heart rate goes up. So anything you can do to alleviate that is going to bring you more heart health. And, you know, eating well is important, exercise, drinking water, you know, limiting, smoking, you know, we can tell you all that. But equal to all of that is mindfulness. And, and I, I found that because I've taken a lot of different, I've read a lot of different books, I've taken a lot of different classes. And the, the way that I feel confident in something is when the same concept is being said over and over and over again, then you can feel it really feel, you know, strongly like, okay, you know, I, I think that sounds like I can, you know, buy into it and believe it. And that's what I, was, what I was hearing was, it's important to do something every day. In all of the classes and every book that I've read, it's about daily mindfulness. And it doesn't have to be very long. It doesn't have to be these like scary, let me sit in an uncomfortable position and do this for, you know, 20 minutes or 30 minutes. Right? You know, it could be two minutes, it could be five minutes. As long as it's every day, then your mind is starting to kind of reprogram and kind of learn and, and, and find its way to just organically becoming calmer. Okay. So do you have any resources for us that you could share? Yeah, I, um, well, my go-to is Dr. Weil. He's um, been around for so long. He's Harvard trained, all that. And he has this um, amazing breathing exercise called the 478, which is basically breathe in for four, out a hold for seven, breathe out for eight. I do this in my, um, at my corporate well-being presentations. And it's the, one of the most popular things because it's so easy. Um, also, of course, yoga is amazing because you may not even realize how much mindfulness goes into yoga or for those of you that do yoga you you probably do the stretching and everything um and then there's a wonderful resource also called mindfulness based stress reduction okay mbsr and i really recommend looking up that book um it's called mbsr uh every day and it's a really easy read. Um, there's lots of great ideas for getting started on mindfulness and meditation. Um, so between that book and the book that I started on uh, mindfulness in plain English, and um, you know, YouTube is out there, lots of resources. But um, the four, seven, eight, we can do like one quick uh, breathing. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Let's do it. And everyone that's listening. So if you're listening or watching. Just start to relax and try and calm. You might not even realize you, once you take a minute to calm, you'll, you'll be like, oh, I really do need to calm. And you're, I'm gonna keep it simple. You're gonna breathe in through your nose for four counts, hold for seven counts, and then breathe out through your mouth for eight counts. So we're just gonna do this once, breathe in for four, hold for seven. and then breathe out through your mouth for a And you should hear yourself <laughs> breathing out. And I did that uh, on a quick pace, but you could do it even slower. The number of counts can be as quick or slow as you need. 
the um, the cadence is to do that four times, okay. twice a day. And um, Dr. Wiles and his patients have found that if you do that for a long enough time, two months is what he stated, that you've, he's, he's seen reduction in heart rate, blood pressure, anxiety, digestive issues, it helps support. So that's just one of many, many ideas out there. And that mindfulness and meditation doesn't mean sitting there with your eyes closed, uncomfortable. You can do, um, I walk and I'm mindful, I eat and I'm mindful. And what I mean by that is just being in the moment, being aware, savoring the things around you, the people you're with, the taste that you're having, mm -hmm. um, just bringing more appreciation to your life. Um, and we say, mindfulness is kindfulness. So that the more that you're mindful, the more you end up being kind to others because you're just calmer and you know just have more gratitude. Right. I did mine closing my eyes, but you could be in a waiting room, sitting somewhere, eyes open and just do that breathing technique, correct? You don't have so to. So true. Yeah. Okay. I mean, this is a great exercise for driving. Oh, um, yeah. I've been with my husband a few times. We travel a lot and sometimes it's stressful if, if you're in another country, you're driving on the other side of the, mm -hmm. the, the, um, the road. And so there's been times where I'm like, do the 478, do the 478, <laughs> you know, and he does. And it really, really um, makes a difference. I like I've that. seen it. Yeah, I like that, especially if you're going to like, you know, be a time bomb about to like explode, you could just tell yourself 478 and just kind of uh, bring yourself down. So I like that. You know, I know that you have your newsletter and at the end, I would love for you to, you know, give out your website so that everybody could stay connected sure. with you. But um, can you share like another best practice that you use for mindfulness um, that we could use? Is there any others that you could share with us? Well, I mean, I, I, I like to just literally say, just start and just start small. Um, try every day to find a moment, just like you said, Jen, to just stop and take a breath in, pause and breathe out and, you know, try it because you, you, you won't know whether it'll make a difference for you until you do. But I can tell you um, that, you know, just from the experiences that I've had personally and the people that I work with that have tried it, it really does make, you know, quite a difference, not only to you, but to the people around you. As I mentioned, mindfulness is kindfulness. Um, so just start now. And um, yeah, my website is um, FG for for good, fghealthcoach.com. And um, I just did actually post a mindfulness uh, meditation that I wrote and recorded, my first oh, one. Nice. Congratulations. Called the Light. And uh, it was inspired by the. Um, the poem by um, Amanda Gorman, um, oh, The Hill We Climb from the Inauguration. So uh, she just so inspired me and all of this, these ideas came out and I'm like, I wanna write and record a meditation. So it's only 12 minutes. Um, so it, it's, it's not too Perfect. long. Right. And I definitely welcome everyone to check it out on, uh, in my, uh, on my website. And um, yeah, if you have any questions, you can reach me through that as well.
Okay, good. Liz, thank you so much. I will put the link to your website on the comments below because um, I am going to, you know, put this on social media. So it'll be an easy way for people to stay connected with you. And I want to thank you. I know that your expertise is not just on mindfulness. So I hope that you could join me again and we could talk about a different topic. I would love to, you know, delve into other topics that could be you know, health worthy for all of us and just be able to um, change our lifestyle because I think we all need it. I think that mindfulness is good, not only for your overall health, but for what we're going through right now, you know, Absolutely. with the pandemic and all the stressors that everyone has. I think this is the perfect time. If you are already doing my, you know, meditation continue, but if you hadn't, hadn't started yet, this is the time to start. I think it's the perfect time to start because I, I know that it's made a difference in my life. Um, Liz, thank you so much again uh, for everyone who will like to um, connect with Liz. I will put the website in the comments below and I hope to see you soon. Thank you. Thanks, Jen. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Bye, everyone. There it is, another episode of Heart Me, the podcast designed to motivate, educate, and get to the healthy heart of you. If you want to reach out to Liz directly, you could go to her website at fghealthcoach.com and her company name is For Good Health Coaching. Thank you again for listening and please remember to take care of your heart. Thank you.